self-ownership, personal responsibility here is important. You have to recognize, oh, I am doing something that is allowing myself to be open to receiving these thoughts. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. In this episode of Thinking Yourself into Exponential Success, we are looking at the destructive thoughts, negative influences, and fears that are communicated from one person to another. This is so critical to be aware of for you and your business, because if you are allowing negative influences and fears into your thinking and you're unaware of it, it will influence how you're making decisions, the risks that you're willing to take, being visible and going for more, everything that's required for scaling your business. So listen in and learn. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Amira Alvarez and have an amazing day. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we just finished up this section in chapter 15, how to outwit the six ghosts of fear by covering those six fears, which are the fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health, the fear of loss of love of someone, the fear of old age, and the fear of death. And now Hill goes on to say, a man whose mind is filled with fear not only destroys his own chances of intelligent action, but he transmits these destructive vibrations to the minds of all who come into contact with him and destroys also their chances. So this is not just about you, but it's about everyone you come into contact with, whether that's your team, if you're running a business, whether that's your potential client, if you're doing sales, you do not wanna be communicating fear, let me just tell you people will run away from that. It could be your children. It could be your, your lover, your boyfriend, your partner, your husband, your wife. It could be uh, the person walking down the street, the person you get into a casual conversation with at a networking event. Have you ever been to a networking event and people are glad handing out their business cards and they feel that desperate energy to make a connection, make it worth their time. That's fear, guys. That is fear speaking and you can feel it and it is something that can come into your, your own thinking, your, your mind, and you wanna actually lock your mind to that. So Hill goes on to say, even a dog or a horse knows when its master lacks courage. Moreover, a dog or a horse will pick up on the vibration of fear thrown off by its master and behave accordingly. Lower down the line of intelligence in the animal kingdom, one finds the same capacity to pick up the vibrations of fear. A honeybee immediately senses fear in the mind of a person. For reasons unknown, a bee will sting the person whose mind is releasing vibrations of fear much more readily then it will molest the person whose mind registers no fear. 
we all have some sort of experience with this. You know when fear is in the air, even if you're not conscious of it, you can feel it at some level. So for today, your thought process, your action that you can take is to evaluate whether you're picking up fear from those around you. You could also look at yourself. That would be a wise thing to do. Am I communicating fear to other people? Those two things. Am I picking up fear from someone else? And am I communicating fear to other people? Just pay attention to whether you are able to recognize this and start to hone your skills on this level so it doesn't happen without your conscious awareness, but you are consciously aware of noticing that vibration so you can do something about it. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, Hill next says, the vibrations of fear pass from one mind to another just as quickly and as surely as the sound of the human voice. He also says, mental telepathy is a reality and he italicizes that. So he wants you to really recognize that point. This idea that you can have a thought and it can be transferred to someone else's thinking without you doing anything else besides thinking the thought. Mental telepathy is a reality. Thoughts pass from one mind to another voluntarily. So you don't have to do anything extra. You don't have to consciously send that thought. They, it, it's happening automatically and voluntarily, whether or not this fact is recognized by either the person releasing the thoughts or the persons who pick up those thoughts. So you may not be aware of this. You may not be aware of doing this and yet it is happening all the time. So it's very important that you decide in advance who you are spending your time with. Who are you connecting with? Now, sometimes it's not just who you're spending your time with I, in, in terms of being in the same room, but who you're connected with. Have you ever had the experience of thinking about someone and then the phone rings and it's them or you get a text from them and wow, isn't that interesting? You are connected. This used to happen all the time with my father. He, I would call him and he would say, I was just thinking about him, about you. And he would call me and I'd be like, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. And that is because we are connected and we're sending thoughts to each other. Now we weren't in the same room. We weren't even in the same city when that was happening. We were just very connected. So this can happen whether you are in the same place or not. So be clear, your thought experiment for today is to think about who are you connected to? Who are you very connected to? Can you feel your, your lover, your partner, your husband, your wife's feelings, whether they're communicating them or not? Are you picking up on their thinking? Are the people in your mastermind or your group, do they have a particular kind of thought energy? It's really important to surround yourself with people who are up leveling their thinking. Are you 
transferring thoughts to your kids of worry and doubt and fear, you probably want to clean that up. That's not a, a, a helpful thing. What if you could manage your thinking? Super, super enticing when you think about it. You do want to start having that ability to know what is your own thought versus a thought that's coming in from outside of you and to be able to lock your mind to that. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Hill goes on to say here in this conversation he's having with us about mental telepathy and the vibration of fear and how we communicate that with others. He now goes on to say the person who gives expression by word of mouth, that means by speaking, by saying it out loud to negative or destructive thoughts is practically certain to experience the results of those words in the form of a destructive kickback. So meaning a destructive result, a result that you don't want. So if you are complaining, if you keep putting out there those negative thoughts, articulating them out loud, you're going to get a negative kickback. This happens all the time. You've got to clean this up. Okay. You can clean this up by articulating the truth of where you're going. You can, you can clean this up by changing your thinking, changing how you're looking at a situation and communicating that to the people to whom you had communicated the negative thoughts previously. Okay. So if you don't want that negative kickback, because we are always matching our vibrations, meaning that the vibration that we're sending out is going to be matched by what's coming back to us. That's the law of vibration. He goes on to say the result, excuse me, the release of destructive thought impulses alone without the aid of words produces also a kickback in more ways than one. First of all, and perhaps most important to be remembered, the person who releases thoughts of a destructive nature must suffer damage through the breaking down of the faculty of creative imagination. It's going to hurt your imagination. It's going to, to put into your imagination these negative visions. This is what you're imagining, the, 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 the destructive concepts. You're not imagining the positive things. So clean that up. Clean that up. Secondly, the presence in the mind of any destructive emotion develops a negative personality which repels people and often converts them into antagonists. Okay? So you don't want people working against you. Instead, you want to change your thinking to be positive. So how would this relate to business? Maybe you're going about your day and you're thinking, you're scanning the horizon for all the things the people on your team are doing wrong. All the mistakes they're making. You're just scanning. Oh, look, she did that wrong. Oh, look, he didn't do that and you start focusing on that. That is a negative, destructive thought. I'm not saying be Pollyannish, don't um, acknowledge when things, when mistakes have been made. You, you need to acknowledge that, but you don't necessarily need to scan the horizon 
looking for the ways people are effing up. Instead, why don't you scan the horizon for ways that people are doing well and praise them. This works in personal relationships as well. Just a little hint there. Start, that could be your assignment for today. Just start noticing whether you're scanning for negativity or scanning for, for what's working, what's, what's going well. The third source of damage to the person who entertains or releases negative thoughts lies in this significant fact. These thought impulses are not only damaging to others, but they embed themselves in the subconscious mind of the person releasing them and there become a part of his character. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person living in fear. You don't want to be that person who has negativity just exuding from every cell in her body. No, that's not who you are. That's not the truth of who you are. You might be in a habit of that. You might be conditioned to be that. That might have been how you were raised to say, be analytical about the world. But that's not who you are in truth. So let's not continue to embed that into our subconscious. Every day, I get some sort of text, post, or email from a client saying how happy and grateful they are for the money that's coming in, the breakthrough that's occurred, or how they can't believe how quickly all the manifestation and goal achievement has happened. I'd love to share the secret sauce with you as well. Join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Learn more and grab your ticket at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are now in this section of chapter 15 of Think and Grow Rich that's entitled The Devil's Workshop. It's quite a, quite a title there. And he says this is the seventh basic evil. So we've just finished the six basic fears and he says that this cannot be called a fear but it is a, an evil and it's the susceptibility to negative influences. And he says, men who accumulate great riches always protect themselves against this evil. The poverty stricken never do. Those who succeed in any calling must prepare their minds to resist the evil, meaning the evil of negative influences. If you are reading this philosophy, philosophy for the purpose of accumulating riches, you should examine yourself very carefully. And we are going to go through his self analysis questions in the coming episodes. He gives us a pathway for self examination to determine whether you are susceptible to negative influences. If you neglect the self analysis, you will forfeit your right to attain the object of your desires. So you must do the self analysis, which we will be going through together. And you need to do it with a level of honesty and transparency with yourself. Otherwise it does no good. Okay. He also goes on to say that you can easily protect yourself against this, uh, against negative influences by using your willpower. Okay. So he, he says to protect yourself against negative influences, whether of your own thinking or the result of activities of negative 
people around you. Recognize that you have a willpower and put it into constant use until it builds a wall of immunity against negative influences in your own mind. So you must lock your mind to these negative influences. Lock your mind, lock your mind, lock your mind. That willpower is something that can be built through the power of choice. You have the choice whether you let something in or you don't let something in. Now, how does this make sense with the concept of mental telepathy? Well, you can quite frankly deny those negative influences by being someone who is not receptive to them. You must become someone who does not have fertile soil to receive those negative thoughts. That's super important. You must, you must become an environment that is fertile for positive thoughts only. And that requires you to, to change. Now, have I become someone who only has positive thoughts? No, but I've shifted it so dramatically that I've been able to make a huge shift in my income and my ability to generate uh, wealth for myself. And I've been able to help my clients do this as well, because this is an identity piece. This is a self image piece. And if you're very interested in changing that, I would highly suggest that you come to the unstoppable woman income breakthrough summit, which is happening. Uh, you can go find out the dates on our website, the unstoppablewoman.com slash summit. And you'll see all the information there and how to get your, your ticket and your, um, VIP upgrade if you want that. But that's where I go into how to change your self image quite dramatically and become someone who is not available for negative influences to, to implant in your subconscious and in enter your world. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the morning mindset club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So Hill continuing this topic on the, the issue with being open to negative influences says without doubt, the most common weakness of all human beings is the habit of leaving their minds open to the negative influence of other people. This weakness is all the more damaging because most people do not recognize that they are cursed by it. And many who acknowledge it neglect or refuse to correct the evil until it becomes an uncontrollable part of their daily habits. So you must change, he's saying. And we are now going to enter into the self-analysis test questions that he has put forth. And we're going to go through them one by one so that you can really take a look at this. And he suggests that you read them out loud so that you can hear your own voice asking the question and, and answer them out loud as well. There's something powerful in hearing your own voice. Okay, here we go. You ready? Question number one. Do you complain often of quote, feeling bad? And if so, what is the cause? Do you complain often of feeling bad? And if so, what is the cause? So today look at how often you complain in some fashion, because a complaint is always indicative that you feel bad. Are you too cold? Are you too hot? 
Are you lacking energy? Are you overwhelmed? Are you complaining about being confused? Are you complaining about too much to do? Are you complaining about something to do with your physical health? Do you complain? And if so, what caused that? What caused that? Is that just habit? Is that programming? Did you get oodles and oodles of attention by complaining? Is that the only way you got attention as a child? Do you habitually show up in this world complaining? Even if you don't say it out loud to anyone else, are you complaining in your mind? Are you complaining about how someone else is behaving? Whether that is your, your partner in life or your uh, employees or a contractor or someone on the TV news. Is there a constant dialogue in your head about how someone else is not showing up correctly? So pay attention today. What are you complaining about? You might want to write that down and then ask yourself out loud the question, what is the cause? What is the cause of that? Because we live in a cause and effect universe. There is always a cause to the results that we're having. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, we are in the list of questions, self-analysis test questions on identifying if you have left your mind open to negative influences. Question number two is, do you find fault with other people at the slightest provocation? So if you do, what is that indicating? If you are constantly looking at how other people are not living up to your standards and you're finding fault in others, you are, are constantly in a cycle of negative thinking and that is influencing you. How might that be influencing you? You will probably stop trusting people. You probably will have a challenge with delegation. You probably will think that you have to do everything yourself because no one else can do that. You probably will think that the world is failing you, that people are failing you, that they're not uh, living up to your expectations and, and you are then a victim and giving away your power. So for today, just take a look at that. Where are you finding fault with other people? Catch yourself out, not with an aim to shame yourself, not with an aim to make yourself wrong, but with an aim to go, oh my God, I'm doing that and to clean it up, to clean it up. Oh, look, that is a little way that I am making people wrong. And look at what that's doing to me. That's getting embedded into my subconscious. And that then becomes the way I'm going to be showing up in this world. And it cuts you off from enjoying life. It cuts you off from the help of others. It cuts you off from opportunities, from love, from good energy. So pay attention and make a better choice for yourself. 
Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, question number three in our list of self-analysis test questions to get at whether we have left ourselves open to negative influences, whether those influences are outside of ourselves or inside of ourselves. So the next question is, do you frequently make mistakes in your work? And if so, why? Now, everyone makes mistakes. No one is perfect. So we're not talking about perfectionism here. We're not talking about, you know, trying to be perfect and all of that. But we're saying, if you are frequently making mistakes in your work and you're thinking, now, why do I keep making these mistakes? Ask yourself, why? Could it be that there is someone in your environment who is thinking that you're going to let them down or that you're going to make a mistake or doesn't trust you? Uh, maybe there's someone micromanaging you and, and is imparting a good deal of fear towards you, their fear of making a mistake. Or maybe you grew up with that fear and it's coming forward by that kickback of the result. Your fear of making the mistake is, is causing you to actually make the mistake. So there's a lot to dig into here. I want you to go ahead and do that. Think about, you know, are you making more mistakes than uh, makes sense for you at this uh, level of experience that you have right now. Could you better your best? And if you haven't, why haven't you? Okay. Why are you staying in the, uh, mistake land, if you will? Why aren't you improving beyond this level and going to the next level? Think about what might be causing that. For the bonus content of this episode, I want to go back to this concept that thoughts can be transferred from one person to another without you doing anything else besides thinking, whether you are the one having the thought or the one receiving the thought. There is no action that is required beyond thought. So then what happens if you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? What happens if the people that you're surrounded by, that you spend your time with, or that you are energetically connected to, are having thoughts that are negative, are having thoughts that are contrary to the laws of the universe, having thoughts of scarcity, having thoughts of limitation, and again, I want to be super clear here that it's not just clean up your thinking and everything will miraculously shift. You have to take action from that new level of awareness in your thought. It's not without action. However, if you are succumbing to a downward cycle of thinking, if you're going down the rabbit hole in your thinking, this could be self-generated, your own thinking coming from your own subconscious programming, or you could be receiving the negative thinking, the down the rabbit hole, worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, resentment, blame. Why isn't it happening for me? 
victim type thinking from someone else. Now, how do you handle this? How do you lock your mind so that you're not receiving this? Even if it's from someone you love and care about, how do you lock your mind with compassion? Well, the first step here is to recognize that it might be you, your own self-generated thoughts, or it might be coming from someone else. That level of awareness is, is important. And let's say you, you think you have a, you're con, you've confirmed it's coming from someone else, or you have a good sense, good inkling that it's coming from someone else. How do you lock your mind with compassion? How do you not make them wrong? Now, there is something that you need to be aware of here. The law of vibration says that you will be receptive and open to the things that are on the same level as vibration as you are. So you are in some ways open to that negative thinking. So don't go into blame. Self-ownership, personal responsibility here is important. You have to recognize, oh, I am doing something that is allowing myself to be open to receiving these thoughts. What that might be is different in every case for every person. You have to do some investigation. That's one of the things I do with my clients. What, what are you available for that seems right and reasonable? So that's, that's step one. Don't make the other person wrong. Don't go into a make wrong. Allow yourself to recognize it with compassion. And then you need to do that little Aikido move where you let that thinking, that thought, that negative energy just go right past you. You don't let it land. Now, how does letting it land show up? What, what does that look like on the, on the daily, if you will? Well, it looks like resentment that they are in this place. It looks like blame energy or resentment energy. It looks like finger pointing energy. It looks like you're doing this. You're wrong. I don't like this. Stop making me feel bad. That's all outside. That's all pointing to outside circumstances versus personal responsibility. And, and when you do that, it energizes the thing that you don't want and it's actually locking it in instead of locking it out. So in order to lock your mind to this and lock it out so that you can flourish, you need to let go of the make wrong, the resentment, the blame, the finger pointing. And even, and one thing that you need to know is that even people with a growth mindset who are going for more will have their moments where they go down the rabbit hole. You do too. So own that without making yourself wrong. That's stepping into freedom. That is the key, one of the keys, a, a little secret sauce there, if you will, to unlocking this pattern. So whether you are part of a mastermind group, like we have something called the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass, and all the women in there, they wouldn't have joined it if they didn't have a growth mindset, if they weren't really going for more in their business with, with the perception and the desire to do it 
as a whole human being going for freedom in their spiritual life, emotional life, personal life. They want more everywhere, not just bottom line, but they want to grow as a person because they want their personal freedom. They want to experience living out to their potential. All of these women are going for it and there will be challenging times. So one of the things that I say at the very beginning of that program is what are you going to do when your mastermind sisters are having a hard time? What are you going to do? How are you going to respond? Because reacting could be going down the, the rabbit hole with them as some sort of uh, compassionate uh, way of agreeing with them. But that doesn't serve them and that doesn't serve you. That causes group think to go down the rabbit hole. We don't want that. So I call this out in advance and share with them strategies for how to show up when your mastermind sister is having a hard time and it's not going down the rabbit hole with them. And that's one of the reasons why they're so successful because they can support each other without becoming uh, subjected to the, the worry, the doubt, the fear, and it raises everyone's vibration. And that's one of the reasons they're so successful, why they can go, go further faster because they are in an environment where everyone is working with the same game plan around this. They're not perfect. We're not looking for perfection. You don't have to show up perfect, but you have to continue to have this as your, your GPS, if you will. Because that Jim Rohn quote that I quoted before is absolutely true. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And they can be across the country, across the world, or they can be in your home. Thoughts travel and there are no barriers to that. How are you going to step up and own your own thinking? Okay, with that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to the unstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.